This is Five on Three, center ice for all things Islanders, Rangers, and all news across the NHL on WFUV Sports. Hello, everybody. And welcome in to this week's episode of Five on Three, WFUV's podcast for all things hockey. I am Samantha Borer, joined today by James Burley and Nick Palmer, somewhat of a usual crew here uh, on this little podcast. And it is a crisp midwinter, I suppose, Friday. It is the Friday before spring break, um, which is very exciting. So I guess it's technically almost spring. Is it spring now? Did the, mm, that not for the another like 10 happened. days. Or I was going to say 11. the, 11. the 11. equinox has not happened. Okay, so it's 11. I don't think. And I think it's like the 21st is like the equinox. Yeah. So that 11 would be days. 11. 11 days. That's on me, guys. No, that's okay. That's okay. It's okay. We're all holding each other accountable. Good. Um, right on. But it is the Friday before spring break. So this will be our final episode in stew until uh, break next week will be virtual. And then we'll be back right here as we get closer and closer to the Stanley Cup playoffs. First and foremost, how are we doing today, fellas? I'm doing... Fantastic! It's I mean I love five on three Fridays, but there's nothing like a spring break five on three Friday, mm. and uh, yeah, all three teams in the New York area with a uh, big performance last night. So I think we got a a lot of fun ahead of us in this one. What do you say, Nick? All three teams in the New York area won in overtime, in dramatic fashion. Very in dramatic fashion, all three of them. Um, I'm doing great. You know, this is coming off the back of a nice little interview that Sam and I. Just completed for one-on-one tomorrow, so you should all go listen to that. Tune in. Um, 11 yeah. to 2, right? On 11 WFV to 2. Sports. 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. WFV Sports YouTube. YouTube. 90.7 FM um, from 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. One-on-one is New York's longest-running sports calling show. Correct. Um, and a production at WFUV Sports. It Period. is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, had, had a good little interview, and now I'm ready to talk some puck with my favorite fine feathered fellas all right rock I, on i don't know why we're feethered but like <laughs> righteous with, happy. with that lettuce you got going on i do i do that we is got true. and we got the vi- we got the visual component i think that is right? true yeah Uh-oh. oh yeah yes the folks oh, yeah. at home can see that is my uh my Take favorite thing that's coming up is the like annual um like quote unquote like lettuce competition have you seen mm-hmm. that, that happens oh, on social the media minnesota high school hockey yes the yeah. minnesota high school yeah. hockey awesome. there's a dude who has a mushroom tail? I saw a mushroom yeah. tail and a skullet where it's he has all of his hair <laughs> except the middle, the middle is shaved. And I, someone commented, I saw it in a TikTok, I and someone commented, one. and they were like, The mushroom tail and the skullet are lethal. And I was like, That's so true. Those uh, are yeah, it's electric, absolutely lethal. Those are so electric. Wow. Yeah, I love that. It's one of my favorite things every year because damn, those kids grow some awesome hair. I'll say that much. <laughs> Nick's giving me a look right now, but it's true. They're also pretty good at hockey, I hear. They're also pretty good at hockey. Hey, it's the state of hockey. What can you say? What can you say? Is that and, how ma- and how many Stanley Cups has the state of hockey won? Mm, but they are still a state that I they're, strongly They're the state of hockey. They're, they're the state of hockey. Definitely. So. But I always, I don't know. I'm just tr- feeling feisty on 5 on 3 Friday. You are feeling feisty on 5 on 3 Friday. Feisty 5 on 3 Friday. Anyways, while we're at it, let us let us move to this state of hockey, shall we? Mm. Let's transition. Uh-huh. Do any of you have any particularly strong feelings about who we start with? I know that we all are representatives here of our uh, beat reporting teams going on. So why don't we change it up a little bit and begin with the Devils? Nice. Yeah. I was going to say, I was like, we never start with the Devils. Let's start with the Devils. This time we have the red hot Dawson Mercer. 
absolutely making a name for themselves, making me take back all of the comments that I made. Um, or not take back, but rather proving me. Um, the comments that I made in our episode that Nick and I did with Will Jing, where we talked about a player that we wanted more out of, and I said I wanted more out of Dawson Mercer. Um, because I and was he like, heard you. And he heard me. He heard me loud and clear. And God, I love that guy. I said on that episode, it's not that he's been a disappointment. He just hasn't been as crazy as I thought he'd be. He was incredible last year, like a breakout year for him. And I thought that he could do it again this year. And then he was a little bit rough. But proven me wrong. It's now goals in how many games? Do you know off the top um, of your head? He had eight straight, which was a f- tied, f- which beat the Devils record, tied yes. the franchise record from the Kansas City Scouts. Um, and then missed the game and scored in the one after so. uh, against the Capitals. So, um, yeah, and in a big moment, too, because that was a really tight game. Uh, the yeah. Devils have always struggled to go to Washington um, just for as long as I can remember. And, even, and obviously the Capitals still have so much skill on that team, even though they're chasing a playoff race, if to, to put it kindly. And, uh, the, yeah, it was, it was a good bounce-back game from, from uh, uh, Sunday, mm-hmm. right? Sunday against the Maple Leafs. I was there. And they played such good hockey. That was uh, that first period. They dominated what I think is one of the best teams in the NHL and the Leafs um, for all 20 minutes. They outshot them like 16 to three. Mm-hmm. But um, Samsonov was so good in goal, and the Devils just didn't have an answer for it. And then once Mitch Marner scored and Michael Bunting scored, and, and the, the Leafs scored a bunch of great team goals because they're a great team. And the Devils clawed back. Eric Halla scored a couple goals. He scored again against the Caps. He's got three goals in two games. Where did that come from? Um, and that's that's huge because that Devils third line now is, mm-hmm. is hitting its stride. But the Devils blew it in the last five minutes against the Leafs, took bad penalties, did not could not capitalize on the power play, and the game just slipped away from them. And that's one that they want to get back. And that's why I think this to have beaten the Capitals in such a gutsy win like this is huge. And in the shootout, Give me Timo Meyer, man. That was awesome. Just the fact that it it had to be him. That was a big yeah. moment. Um, he kind of disappeared a lot in that Leafs game. The fans weren't so happy about it. But I mean, just now on the road, two games he's played in, scores in this first like third or fourth shift against the Coyotes and puts in the shootout winner against the Caps. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome for Timo Meyer. But uh, Dawson Mercer again, like he's had the second most points in the NHL uh, since February. Uh, for a player not named Connor McDavid, he's been the most. That's pretty impressive. Um, and that third line, like I mentioned, they shuffled it around uh, yesterday. But Eric Halla, Jesper Boquist, uh, they've been combining so well. And Andre Palat has been amazing. He got took a stick to the face, was gushing blood against the Leafs, got a bunch of stitches on his upper True. lip, came in and scored and assisted in the third period. So like. Just so much, so much character, so much character on this team now too, and you see it in performances like this against the Capitals, where their backs were against the wall a lot, and Akira Schmid didn't have too much, too many shots to face, but he was so strong. And when you got guys like Ovechkin like running down your throat, I know he didn't play, but like it, he didn't play well, is what I'm saying. I still think that the Devils should be happy about that win. It was a good bounce back win, even though. I thought they really played well against the Leafs, and they deserve to get more, and they, they shot themselves in the foot. This was the opposite of that performance, so they have a lot to be excited about going into Montreal this Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was watching the Devils game sparsely between the other two uh, New York teams. I thought Darcy Kemper for the Capitals was actually pretty solid. Re- really strong, really strong. Um, he had to be excellent in that first period where the Devils were severely outshooting them. I do think the Capitals maybe gave the Devils a couple penalties that, maybe shouldn't have been given to them. 
but you know, give me fuel, give me fire. Give me Timo Meyer. Give me Timo Meyer. Timo Meyer, <laughs> absolutely fantastic. Uh, Dawson Mercer, shirt. as you said, absolutely fantastic. And um, yeah, I'm curious to hear your thoughts, James or Sam, on <laughs> Akira Schmidt's performance. I I I think like he didn't have much to do, but I I thought he he's been so solid. This like every time he's been introduced to the team, I I have I've seen very like last year he was awful like legitimately awful and it wasn't his fault he's 20 years old coming into a team and he's nowhere near prepared for that now he's gotten that year of experience underneath his belt he looks like a confident goaltender when he steps on the ice and I don't know if he's as talented or more talented than a goalie like Mackenzie Blackwood Mm. but the confidence factor is the big difference there and Akira Schmid I he's not a not a long-term starter by any stretch yet but I think he's really on a great path he improves with every performance I know it like this wasn't the busiest game for him, but in the shootout he was he was excellent. And I hate the shootout, but that matters for goaltenders. If this is a part of the game, you need goaltenders who are going to be good in the shootout. You need goaltenders who are going to be good in the stretch. And you need goaltenders who are going to be good when they don't face a lot of shots. And that's not usually been the case for the Devils, and that is the case now. So yeah, I've I've loved his progression and growth, um, and his performance specifically against the Caps. I mean, wasn't spectacular but i i appreciated what he's been able to do this year versus last year and i think he's only going to get better yeah i mean he was above 900 in this game he had a 909 save percentage but he did only face 22 shots that's the difference between him and darcy kemper darcy kemper having a 950 save percentage and he faced 40 shots so there is a difference yeah, there in terms of yeah which is what the devils do though you know that's yeah. what they're known for is that that's something that i think that you know, when the Rangers play the Devils, that's something that they feel as a pain because the Rangers struggle sometimes with just firing the the puck as much as they can because they don't take the shots and the Devils just take every shot they can. That's why they end up with those, you know, seven goal games so often is because they just take as many shots as they can and they're very good. There's so, a sorry, sorry to cut you off, but there were at least three players on the Devils last night who had at least five shots on goal. That's crazy. You don't you don't see that for most NHL yeah. teams, you know. So, I mean, that just proves how well-rounded this team is. But like you said, um, you know, Akira Schmidt didn't exactly have the most intense night ever, but he won. And that's what really matters is that he won and he won in a shootout. So good for the Devils. Let us move to another great goalie. Let us move to Long Island to talk about the Islanders. Last night, one four to three versus the Pittsburgh Penguins, as we discussed in our interview earlier, as Nick and I did with um, Mr. Buono, is that uh, came back last night, another comeback game for the Islanders. In true fashion, it's becoming for them this season, coming back from two or more goals went down in the third period. And I mean, you know, Nick, what are your what are your instant thoughts on this slash? How do you view that? And we know it's not a sustainable style of play, but it's working right now. No, it. I think there's there's a large difference um, between how the Islanders used to win in the third period and how they're winning in the third period now. Because it used to be that the Islanders wouldn't show up for the first two periods and then they would find it in the third period. That's not what's happening right now. It's the Islanders are playing to the skill of whoever they're playing for two periods and then coming alive in the third period. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it seems like much more of a tactical thing now than, than they just happen to be finding it in the third. Um, but man, it was, um, it was nice that, uh, they could beat the Penguins again, who they are sharing that wild card spot with. 
I mean, the Penguins have been looking very good recently. They went on something like a five-game tear mm-hmm. pretty recently, and everyone's thinking, up, oh, they're back. You know, Pittsburgh doesn't miss a playoff spot. They're not going to miss it this year. And while I still think that they won't, you know, the Islanders are showing that they, they too, belong in that playoff seed. Um, just depends who's going to play the Bruins. And I don't think either team wants to play the no Bruins. No one wants to play the Bruins. So, yeah, I, I thought I thought Sorokin was fine. I mean, I, I feel bad not glorifying him every night, but it's what's become expected of him. You know, you, you only really comment on his goaltending when he's not doing well. Uh, I thought particularly Hudson Fashing has really come alive for the New York Islanders, mm-hmm. came out of Bridgeport. You know, they they had a whole host of guys coming out of Bridgeport with Barzell's injury, um, with J.G. Pajot's injury. Um, you know, you were looking at Islanders fans went crazy on Twitter when they saw, oh, God, Josh Bailey's on our first power play. Um, even he's been picking up points for give me, himself. Give me the net front of Josh Bailey, at least. Yeah, Come absolutely. On. <laughs> um, so, yeah, everything seems to be working as intended right now. Bo Horvat is doing Bo Horvat things, and even if he's not scoring as much, it's giving chances for guys like Fashing and Anders Lee to put the puck in the back of the net, and that's all you can ask for. True that? Very true that. I've, I would just want to point out about the Islanders. They got nine different players score points last night, one of which was Ilya Sorokin with an assist. Did he get an assist he on did, that? He so did it was get an assist. For that? It was. It, it was did a, originally say unassisted. Yeah, no, He they've later added it. But I just think, like, nice. this is not a knock on the New York Rangers, but in the New York Rangers 4-3 win last night, they had, uh, well, technically one of their goals was a shootout goal, so... They scored three goals and only had five different players contribute points. Uh, f- three guys with multi-point nights. What, the island e- Igor with no points. No, no points for Igor. Uh, the Broad. Islanders had a couple of multi-point nights from Anders Lee, two goals, and Brock, who had a goal and assist. But they had seven other guys contribute, and I think that's a testament to the Islanders. Not only their character, the way they play, but their team is legitimately deep. And you guys like Hudson Fashion coming in from Bridgeport, making a big impact because of the guys around him now are playing in a certain way. You mentioned Horvat, and I took. I completely agree. I think that, yeah, a lot of what it is for these players, especially when they get pulled up from Bridgeport, you know, when it's kind of emergency time, when you've got some of your biggest names out for the rest of the season in all likelihood and perhaps even the playoffs, sad face, um, is that, you know, it's a lot of it is about confidence and, you know, playing with these seasoned players does a lot for you, does a lot to get you there. And, you know, playing with someone like Bo Horvat, who is so seasoned, so well-known and is now such a pinnacle part of this Islanders team, I think is very necessary for them. Some quick stats though uh the islanders when trailing after uh the first period are seven nine and one when trailing after two periods are eight nineteen and one uh that is their overall record at home it is four eight and oh and at away it is four eleven and one for um trailing that's kind of solid though if you think about oh, yeah. it if you're already losing and you're coming back to win like 30 40% of those games not bad that's pretty crazy no i'm not what, i'm not mad at it i just think it's i think it's interesting what's that, concerning know. is that there's so many games yeah. in that that, that's, that, yeah. that they're trailing before the By second two. period exactly. even starts and against a team like the boston bruins you're going to be trailing and you're going to continue yeah. to trail yeah. for the rest you of can't the game. you can't let them get out ahead of you because if you do you're not coming back from it that's yeah. the thing is it's not like you're just suddenly going to be like oh you know like Swayman's just going to lose his groove in the third period. No, because he's not a goalie that gets tired. Neither is Olmark. They're they're goalies that get hotter. That's that's one and two in the league for me right now. If, oh, yeah. If, if you ask me, Olmark and Sorokin. And Sorokin. And Sorokin. Okay. Oh, I thought yeah. you said, I, I was like, I was like, and Swayman? I was like, yeah. No, 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 Sorokin. No, and Sorokin. Sorokin. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm saying, because we're talking about a potential. Who's one and a t- two? 
Who's who's one? Omar has to be one. You can't you can't tell me Omar's not goalie one. I'm sorry. Hug. I'm sorry. Just just look at what he's done this year. It's got to be. He's crazy. So sick of the goalie hug. I love uh, the goalie it's, hug. It's, it's I love it. He scored a goalie goal. I know that he goalie deserved goal. it. Goalie yeah, goal. Dude, this is it's the most obvious Vesna and uh, and I I, I think well if not for last year because last year was pretty obvious too. Yes. But I think for a little while. I I love it. I don't they, know. They've got to switch up the hug a little bit. Give like maybe like like a kiss on the cheek or something Aww. like. That'd be Something tender. Something cute like that. That'd be tender. <laughs> I don't know. The, the hugs, it's just not doing it for me Maybe anymore. Maybe a little nuzzle. Maybe a, a, little, a little nuzzle nose would nuzzle. be cute. If, if I can give the Islanders, though, a bit of hope for a oh. potential Bruins uh, playoff series, you meant you said, and this is true, they play to the level of their opponents. That goes both ways. True. So they That's could true. play down to uh, a lowly Penguins team like they did the other day, or they, they can play, play up, up the Bruins. to and, the record-breaking Bruins. And one other thing about that is... While Olmark might have better stats and everything, Sorokin can got, steal a series. And Olmark has a better games. team in front of him, just yes. obviously. Yes, and Sorokin just has this uncanny ability to just take games away from people where you won't, you, you won't score a goal that night. Yeah. And so maybe he can bring that against the Bruins. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I think it's going to... Time will really tell. I think it'll really, really depend on how the Islanders end this season because, you know, a lot of it, I think, is going to also be their confidence as we head into the playoffs. If they happen to go on a slide... But still find themselves like themselves like in like that you know wild card position. California road trip coming up. Yeah, mm, that could not bode very well for them. But also, are they playing the Ducks in that road trip? Yes. Well, that's Ducks, two points. Kings, and Sharks. Well, Ducks is a nice two points for them right there. So good for you. Um, unless you lose, if you lose unless to Anaheim lose. Ducks, then I am genuinely concerned for this team. And God knows that I love the Ducks. I I love Trevor Zegers. We know that I hope for them, that I want them to get better so bad, and I want them to win the Connor Bedard sweepstakes because I just want a little bit of good. Also, watching Zegers and Connor Bedard play together Zegers would be wants a friend. so fun. He wants a friend. He's got Troy Terry, but he wants he wants a friend. He doesn't have Jack Hughes. Jack Hughes is literally all the way across the country. I will say, brief side story: when I was at um, I was at uh. Was it MSG? It was. I was somewhere, and they played each other, and um, I like watched. I know it was. A, it was at the Prudential Center. I was at the Prudential Center, and the Ducks and the Devils played each other, and I walked past uh, Zegers and uh, Hughes having a bit of a bromance moment, and I was like, was tight. It was very sweet. They were just chatting, both little golden retriever hockey boys, but they were having a lovely little chit chat. But anyways, let us move now to Manhattan. And discuss the New York Rangers, who won 4-3 over the Montreal Canadiens last night. Um, they next play tomorrow, and they play Buffalo, which that'll be a lot of fun. Um, you know, Buffalo doing what Buffalo do this year and making, well, doing what they do this year, not in past years. Um, and making themselves actually a conversation point, which I think they haven't been for a while, but it's really fun. And now it's really fun to see them going against this Rangers team. I'm really excited for it. I think Rangers have been playing pretty good hockey recently. I'm excited by how they've been playing. They added Kane. Kane gets his first goal, finally, as a Ranger. He makes his way where, you know, I think everyone... I was at the uh, Kane debut night, and it was... There was just this energy every time he touched the puck. Every single person was, like, <gasps> holding their breath. And then when he didn't score and they actually lost that night, everyone was like, woof. That, they not just lost. They got kicked. They got absolutely kicked. I think it was 5-2 that night. It was not good. Um, and why are you fist bumping? 
Uh, the Rangers got kicked. That's not kind All right, cool. yeah, whatever. Back off. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, you're only five points ahead of the Islanders. Be careful. I know. I know. Wow, that sounds way worse than it actually is. But right. That, yeah. But yeah, you have three games in hand. Yeah. But yeah. That is true. Don't, st- don't lose. No. No. Like, don't lose. To hear that out loud. Wow. It's it's yeah. a lot. But yeah, I mean, Rangers. Uh, but Kane finally scores. You know, he's on the team now. They have this. What has been kind of trounced as this ranger super team that's been building and building all season and it's finally here now they got to do something with it so i don't know james thoughts on these rangers and you know is patrick kane going to be the jesus that they hope he is because i don't know well i i don't know if the system that the rangers play is perfect for patrick kane at this point in his career but uh, you can't say that he's not going to contribute when he's as good Mm -hmm. as he is um the rangers definitely turned the corner uh, like last week in terms of like they were playing they weren't struggling, but they were not playing their best. And I thought they played pretty well against Boston. They put up a fight, and then I thought they looked really good last night. I actually caught a lot of that game for some reason. I couldn't get a hold of the Devils game all the time, so I was watching a lot of the Rangers. And um, I thought they looked really strong. But like I said, their top guys will produce, and they continue to produce, and that's what you need. Um, the Panarin with three assists, like he, <laughs> he's, just, he's just that good. He, he's that guy. Panarin is. And I, I'm not going to take that away from the Rangers. Um, and to go to Montreal and fight out for a win like that is a tough thing to do, and they've done it. Uh, I, I, I don't know what else to say right now except that uh, I, they've, they've probably well, – you brought up the five points thing, so I, I'm going to pose this as a question to you. What do you think is more likely? Do you think it's more likely that the Islanders catch the Rangers or the Rangers catch the Devils? It's more likely that the Rangers got how yeah. how how, how mm. far back are the Rangers from the? I Devils? think it's eight points right now. Yeah, it's more likely. Well, because they've at least played the same. Uh, nine of games. points. Nine points. Um, yeah, I I was thinking about this this morning, and I was looking at strength of schedule, and the Rangers and the Devils are, I believe, eleven and twelve in terms of difficulty, respect respectively. That's uh, the Islanders <laughs> are twenty fourth. Oh, so they hmm. have quite the easy schedule, but it's also a California mm-hmm. road trip. You got to take yeah. that with game a grain of salt. I do want to talk about this game in Montreal, though, because um, Lafreniere came home because mm, he is from correct. Montreal. Um, I believe Gallant started him on the ice just to, you know, because he, he was at home. Hometown game. And, he, and um, it was a big goal, too. Right. But then, you know, they, they gave up a goal like 45 seconds yeah. in. <laughs> it was a rough start. They, <laughs> they, they, yes, they had to come back. They yeah. had to come but back. Laffey did score a goal. It was a really good second period. Laffey scored a goal. Um, I think Kane was also hot and cold, mm-hmm. to put it lightly, because, you know, I rewatched that play of him stick-handling on the half boards or whatever and then just sort of gave it up. So that was Kane's goal as much as it was the Canadiens. Uh, but he also Canadians. scored. I love the way you say that. He Sorry. Al- he, he Okay. Canadiens. Well, Kane That's also how it's scored. spelled. Yeah, but it okay. Anyways, continue. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um and <laughs> yeah. Anyway, no, I liked it too. I I thought I thought Nick Suzuki um is going to be a highlight on this Canadians team for a long time to come. I agree. It'd be yeah. tough to disagree with that. He's he's an electric player. He's pretty crazy. Uh, he's short kings. Come on. Short kings. How, how tall is he? I don't know how tall he is exactly, but is I know five, he's six? on the shorter. Uh, Ooh, I don't know five, if he's five? that short. No. There's five eleven. What? Yeah. Oh, he's not like. I thought he was way short. shorter than Shut that. Up, okay. He's a little guy. Five eleven is no, not, not short. Five eleven is tall for a hockey player. Do you know how short. tall Patrick Maybe. Kane is? How but, tall okay. Patrick, Patrick Kane? I also don't think that all of them are as tall. as Obviously, they say they like are obviously, like they Nathan lie. Gerby is they lie, like they the true. Kane's five ten. Here's the thing: is they also lie. They lie. They lie. They lie. With all the peace, love, possibility, and respect to Jack Hughes, homeboy is not five eleven. I have looked him in his eyes. He is no taller than five nine, and I mean that. 
I mean that. Yeah, so Nick Suzuki's probably 5'9". Probably. Because short king. I short No, 5'9 is still not that short. In the NHL, that's short. But but I wouldn't call him a short king. Well, well Russell Wilson gets called short for the NFL, and he's Alex, like 6'1". So. Alex okay. DeBrincat is reported 5'7". Well, like, obviously, no one's going to beat Nathan Gerby, who was like 5'3". Righteous. Legend. He's the Muggsy Bogues of, of the National Hockey League. Absolutely. Representative. I love it. Well, our short king, I guess, Mr. Suzuki... He's not that short, but anyways, no, short. I agree. I think that he's going to be a force to be reckoned with for a. Long Either way, time. he's taller than me. So. Either way, they're all taller than me, so I can't call any of them short gangs. Um, I but I can say that some of them are in fact lying about their height. I know it to be true. Anyways, and with that, we are going to move to a fun segment that's becoming somewhat of a mainstay here on Five on Three. Uh, Mr. Lou Orlando dropping off some oi, shoes. Oi. Lou, are you gonna? Lou, are you gonna stay? Do you want to stay? Oh, you don't have headphones, but that's okay. I, I mean, I just we can just... share a mic. I was going to say, if that's all right with our producer, Mr. Ralph, if that's good. What's going on, guys? Righteous. How's he sound? What's up, Lou? We're turning him up. Quick mic check. One, two, one, two. Yeah, this is a little impromptu. I apologize. This is going to be cute. But uh, this is a Shuff- this shuffle is, them this in. This is a core four right here. Let this me shuffle. Yeah, four. this is a core four. Um, So we have some questions, some mixed bag cues for everyone here. Hockey-related vibes alrighty and with that Lou Orlando do you want to go first I'll go as first. our as our guest he doesn't know sure, any of sure, them. sure I don't I don't know it's not like I wrote every single one of oh these. you're right he one. did write them did write that's them. okay well we didn't know them okay this is actually if I recall James earlier in this podcast you said that you hate the shootout so yes. this question is what's your ideal way to end a regular season overtime game oh you're not gonna like mine oh go ahead then well this is my soccer background coming Oh. You ready? Okay. Games, before going to the shootout, I'm not saying should this end is the end-all be-all. Games should end in a tie before going to a shootout. Oh my God, you're wrong. In the regular season, at least. I disagree. <laughs> and I know you guys oh. are going to disagree. But that's my opinion, because no game should be decided by an individual, like, 1v1 way like that. That's why the shootout's bad. And overtime... Soccer has penalty kicks. Yeah, but that's soccer not, has penalty not, kicks. not in regular season. Okay. A regular season game will end in a draw in soccer. And that's and I think it's 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 a disgusting feeling to leave a to leave a sporting venue and neither team has won and neither team has lost, but it is the most fair outcome. And uh, I would say you should extend overtime though, at least at least ten minutes. I, I would be game for ten minutes of three v three hockey. I think that's fair. I, I, I think a tie is awful. I think a tie is awful, but I, I think it's better I than like I think it's better. I don't, I don't think it's better than a shootout. I I also think and I. The IIHF points that like they do for the Olympics, three for regulation win, two for overtime shootout win. I think that would be an incentive to stop teams from going to the shootout. Huh. Give more points for a regulation win. Fine. I don't I don't have a better answer, but I don't like that answer. <laughs> I don't think I don't think that it should end in a tie. Like it just makes no sense to me how like football games can end in a tie, soccer matches can end in a tie. Like I'm sorry. I'm just I'm like, how? How? Because it counts as neither a win nor a loss. And so then it's like if you're a team that is constantly making it to the end of regulation in a regular season game, but you're not winning or losing then you're just stuck with a bunch of ties that mean zero in your rankings. And, like, yeah, I know that means then you have to win in regulation, but, like, statistically that's not going to happen all the time. But that's, okay. I, that's why I think that's why exactly why I think overtime is important in hockey because they don't even go to overtime in soccer yeah. in the regular season. Overtime is important because hockey games can be so tight like that in 60 minutes because at the end of regulation there still can be so much to separate two teams. But I still think that in the regular season – 
to go to a shootout is more criminal than to just end the game in a tie. Fine. You're entitled to your opinion. <laughs> you here's are. How, here's how and I'm, I know I'm in, I know I'm in the minority here, guys. Here's how I'm fixing the NHL. Oh God. You do two periods of five on or three on three overtime. Uh, so that's ten minutes in total. Okay. Then instead of the shootout, you put each goalie in each goal. And you give them three shots to make it in the other person. <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking. So now it's we are like talking. the shootout, but worse. But, <laughs> but like curling. But goalie. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. So they and have to then, make it from the other end of the ice? What if no right. one makes it after? If no one makes it, then you go to a shootout. I think <laughs> they should just do like a trivia question. And oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for each team, sends out a captain to no, answer no. Then. Whoever wins they the trivia do, question. They should do a mixed bag segment in the game. <laughs> you get the Whoever's head coach. the funniest mixed bag answer. You get the head coaches on the ice for a one on one one. They yes. should do a shootout. The head oh. coaches no. should do a shootout. You should put the Rob smallest... Put them on skates. Yes. And Martin St. Louis would do very well. You should put the smallest defenseman oh, in Saint net. Oh, Marty St. Louis would win. You gotta put yeah. the smallest <laughs> defenseman Brindamore, in net. Brindamore, I think it's still No skate. pads. Yeah. No pads. Smallest defenseman in net. And then you gotta give the goalie stick, puck, go. Shoot. Ooh. You gotta make the goalie shoot and you gotta make a regular hockey player in regular old pads defend. And if you, if you duck... Then we, they automatically win. We got real creative with I this. I love it. Let's move on. Let's move on to our next question so we don't run out of time. Okay. Create an all-time line from your favorite team. That's a great, oh. great, great question. Center, left wing, right wing. You can have a little bit of flexibility with the forwards, two defensemen and a goalie. I don't even know. I need to Take like look at. Oh man, we don't have that much time. I I got bored and asked Chat GPT this question once, but yeah. I'm not. I'm gonna think of my own. I so saw it. So I saw that on your yeah, Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Lou, why don't you go first? You clearly have something uh, in mind. Well, so I definitely know that... You, there, I think there's there's two obvious answers for the for, Rangers, right? For, so, Lundqvist is in goal, right? Yeah. That's, that's obvious for me. Most I have... You know, when I'm talking about my all-time line, it's... I'm not necessarily thinking about the greats of the Rangers. I'm talking about the players. Lifetime, my my right. My lifetime okay. players okay. I love. So, Matt Zuccarello is on one of the wings. That's a short king. That That, that is How a short king. How tall is Matt Zuccarello? He's, He's a little guy. Seven. He's... Like Maybe he's a little small. I don't know. He's pretty small. Is, small. Five seven. My height. Short. I think. I think I have Ryan Callahan <laughs> on this line as well. All right. And now I'm just trying to find a center. And honestly, I think it's Mika. Yeah. So I think I probably mm-hmm. go Mika centering Zuccarello and Callahan. And then my defenseman. I think. I. Th- <sighs> I might have to go Foxy and Miller. Okay. Really? Mm, no so. McDonough? No, I, I liked I liked McDonough, but I love Foxy and I love Keanu mm-hmm. Miller. That's I, fair. That's a really good pick. Honestly, that's 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 a team I wouldn't want to play against. Nope. Here's here's my Islanders team. Go ahead. Um, I've recreated the Killer Bees, but in a different way. Hmm. You have <laughs> you have Josh Bailey on the left. <laughs> oh, there we go. You have Matt Barzell at center, and you have Mike Bossy on the right wing. <laughs> oh my hey. goodness, what okay. a line! Okay. Legend. Okay. Bailey Barzell Bossy. I continued the alliteration cycle by having Dennis Potman, of course, Pop with Ryan Pollock. Okay. Potman socks. Potman socks. Potman socks. And then, of Go course, yes. you have Ilya Sorokin. Oh, yeah. fun. Okay. Good no, answer. No John Tavares. No, 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 or Billy Smith. No, really no Rick DiPietro? No, no, I don't think so. Oh, Funny. But Kyle Poso. All right. I should have so, Dana so, na- so now, so should I do all time or from my lifetime? Do it's, it's more of it, it can be. It's I have I get sentimental about those early teams, right. but yeah. I could have very yeah. easily gone with Messier. See, like I was gonna, like, it's yeah. on there on the table. Like, okay, I'll go with my lifetime, and okay. there are going to be players that even on this list that I'm going to say that I 
I don't necessarily like. Hmm. Which That's is, okay. Which is crazy. And I'll start with him. I'll put Ilya Kovalchuk on the right wing. Because he was, I think, I think after... After Jack Hughes is the most talented player to ever lace up. Was he on Devils. your chat GPT one that came up? I th- there was I one that remember. didn't come up. I thought, like, I was almost going to comment it. There was a player that I remember being really good that didn't end up on the chat GPT lot. Great um, player with a great contract. Great yeah, contract. yeah <laughs> they're still paying a fine for it. Um, yeah, so I have to put Kovalchuk in the team just because he, nice. so, he was that good. Uh, first overall pick in 2001. Then I'm going to put at center the first overall pick from 2019, Jack Hughes, because I think he, when it is all said and done, he will be the greatest New Jersey Devils uh, forward to uh, play the game, which hurts because the current greatest New, Jer- New Jersey Devils forward of all time is my favorite hockey player ever. Put him on the left wing, Patrick Eliash. Um, got me to fall in love with the sport. Um, I owe all my hockey fandom to that man uh, single-handedly. You can ask any of my family members. Really sad story. They all met him, and I get and I didn't, which is and they barely remember that. To sort of block that out from my memory too. So that's that's traumatic. But I love that man, and he's been he's been back with a team this week. It was awesome. Mm. So so much good content on the Devils like Twitter and Instagram. They do great work. That they, they do great work. Defense. I could go real old school with it, and the choices would be obvious. Stevens, and hmm, Bryce Salvador. I, I, you know what? Whoa. I am gonna go with Bryce Salvador. Yeah, let's do it because yeah. because Bryce Salvador lived in the same town that I'm from, still does, and he's actually I love his work on uh, on the air for MSG. He's no, so I, good. I have solid like obscure knowledge about like those early 2010s Devils. Teams. Well, that that, that was when the Devils Rangers rivalry was. It was awesome. good. Yeah. Travis Zajac, dude, oh, Zajac, Zajac. <laughs> it kills me that I can't put Travis Zajac on my list because Jack Hughes. I can't, yeah. I can't put him over Hughes, but Travis Zajac is probably my I mean, second. Listen, favorite. I put Ryan Callahan over Artemi Panarin, so we, <laughs> all, true, we Ryan, all do crazy things. Ryan Callahan is one of the one of the great American captains of the last century Stick of hockey. Grinder. Come on, God. he's a man. He's the man. And then in goal is it, it could not be more obvious. This is Martin Brodeur. Right on. Yes. The goat. Righteous. Okay. Um, my, my avalanche team consists of Joe Sackick center. Oh, great choice. Mm, oh, doing okay there? You've had a lot of time. I'm, we all went around. Well, all right, but I'm, I'm deciding. I know, I know, I know who you're picking. I'm deciding between Milan Hayduk and Nathan McKinnon. And then oh. the other, the other one I think see? is the other forward I think is obvious. You see, there's that. That's the problem. Gabe Landeskog I'm yep. picking. Yep. Um, but Knew then that. okay, Milan uh, automatic or Nathan McKinnon. I don't know which. Um, one of the two of them. Um, defenseman Kale McCarr. Sure. And uh, I don't know. I'm looking at the list of all times because I'm not good at names, and I'm like, oh my god, I don't really know. Um. I mean, Joe Sakic. Sakic. Was a center. I oh, you already filled that. Yeah, Sakic was center. Milan Hayduk, Nathan McKinnon, Gabe Landeskog. You know what? I'll put I'll put Tyson Berry there just because I like Tyson Berry. I, I and yeah. he's very sentimental to me. Um, and then in goal, Dorsey Kemper. Why not uh, Patrick, <laughs> Patrick Waugh? Hell if I know. Yeah, Patrick oh, yeah. Waugh. Maybe that's <laughs> a better. <laughs> Patrick Waugh. Patrick Waugh in goal. Brilliant. That is my team. Take okay. Love it. Who's next? Let us. Also, this round is going to have to be a speed round. Okay. We are running out of Good, time. Good. Because this this is a good one for a speed round. Awesome. Favorite hockey name. Like name. Like person's player's name is what. Capo Kakinen. Capo Kakinen. Great choice. Johnny Oduya. Johnny Oduya. Mm. Part of the Ilya Kovalchuk trade. Nino Niederreiter. Great also name. good pick. I'm a fan of Valerie Nachuskin. That's a good That's one. That's a good name. Choo choo. Valerie Nachuskin is a good one. one That's a good one. Yes. All right. Last question. Should I pick one or you should I look at the best one? You can look through. Okay, I'm going to look and find the best one. 
Um, 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 I, what does that say? What are your thoughts on? That's a that was a, that's more for James and Nick. Than oh, I was else. like, I don't, I don't know what that says. It's um, okay, you have infinite oh, attempts to, to score a goal in an NHL shootout. Are you scoring? Absolutely not. Nope. Infinite attempts. Infinite attempts in a shootout. Yeah, on, I know on, you on guys. An, you guys play hockey on an NHL caliber on an NHL caliber goalie. NHL caliber goalie. I think it would. I think like if you give me infinite tries, I think statistically I'm going to score. You both have infinite stamina. Like stamina's okay. not. Oh. I think, no, I think it would stamina's take, not it would a factor. We're in a fancy world. It here. would take between for me. I think like. 10, 20 to 30 tries. You what, think it would little? only take 20 it, to 30 tries? Dude, to score, an NHL goalie. To score on Igor or Ilya? Some, well, you didn't say Mark it was Igor. It's an NHL goalie. It's an NHL goalie. But I goalie. think NHL dude, like goalie. 20, a Give 20 me Elvis Merzlikens and I'm scoring <laughs> dude, right away. It's Jonathan Quick. <laughs> dude, like it's 20, prime Jonathan Quick. You don't, prime you don't have to be oh, an no, insane, an insanely good hockey player to sneak a puck past a goaltender once in 30 tries. It's you versus Vasilevsky. I'd like, I'm not saying I'm going to be able to like <laughs> deke him out of his pads. I'm saying that once and within 30 tries, I think I can like sneak one underneath. He's going glove. forehand, backhand, top shelf. Forehand, backhand, <laughs> hey, top. That shelf. was my move. That was my move. You know, he's doing the Trevor Zegers. The Trevor Zegers. He's he's pulling a Michigan if it was allowed in shootout. <laughs> Personally, absolutely not. I'm I am not. not scoring. I'm not. I can barely stay I, vertical. I know I'm not. No way. Nick, I, you think I, you're I, making it? I don't. I, I think it would have to take. I, like, I was a goalie, so you were a goalie. Well, oh, how many would use that as my? How many? Yeah, would you I, was, I, was, stop? I was curious. How about many that would as a you goalie? stop against an NHL caliber forward? How many tries would it take I, for you to say, stop? Let's maybe. say there are ten, ten the, shots. Who's the how forward? Um, uh, Josh Bailey. I'm stopping one or two of those. Okay, of the ten, you, you only one out of ten. I'd score. I, I'd say I'd that's a pretty fair. I don't think you're giving You could probably not credit. move, and like you might be able to get one. That's two. not true. No, I don't think so. No, it's the thing is though, the, the, the goal, yeah, the goal, it's literally one on one. I don't know. But sometimes, sometimes they do all those moves, and they just, just to shoot it right into the goalie. But that's yeah, yeah. Well, but everybody makes mistakes. I would also say like the goalie comes in. You're going Josh Bailey. The goalie comes in with an advantage in a shootout. You already Correct. fill up a lot of the goal. Correct. That's true. But if he's, I'm five foot eight. I was gonna say, but like he's he not Nick six four. No offense, Nick Palmer. Okay. We can load That's up a the great pads. place to end this episode. I, no offense. <laughs> I think. No offense, but you are you. No offense, but you're a short king, and we love you. He's giving me a very mean look right now. I don't. So. I don't like the way this episode. I'm is. five. <laughs> I'm Who, five can we, two. Can so we, can we end on the name of the obscure player? Because that's gonna it was bother me. Merrick Zidlicky. Merrick Zidlicky. What are your thoughts on Merrick Zidlicky? Wow, I love Merrick Zidlicky. Actually, is that was is it Zidlicky? I, I, no I, thoughts. There are people would say Zidlicky. People would say Zidlicky. People would say Zidlicky. He played. He was drafted by the Rangers. Actually, I did not know that. Merrick. And played for the Devils in right. the 2012 Cup run. Um, played for the Minnesota Wild. I think he played. Yes, he did. And the Detroit Red Wings. He played everywhere. Right um, yeah, he, he played for the Islanders. I, yeah, I've been on those random NHL player TikToks, and the two that I saw that really tickled me were that and Mike Camilleri. Really tickled oh, you. I love Mike Cam. See, th- those are two those are really ones. good devils, actually. Bring yeah. back John Scott. God. Oh, I love best. that. Okay. The best. We must wrap up. We, we must we wrap we up. We end on John we Scott. We really must. We end on John Scott. So this has been a lovely episode. Shout out Mr. Lou Orlando for writing some mixed bag questions yeah, and for joining us, us man. for this mixed bag section for this week's episode of Five on Three. I am Samantha Borer for Nick Palmer and James Burley. Thank you for tuning in. Have a great spring break, everybody. Have fun. Be safe. Make good choices or don't. I do not control what you do, and I am not liable. Five on three. <laughs> <laughs> Five on three is a production of WFUV Sports. Wow.